0: I just want to say thank you so much to all of you who continuously are listening in who are always giving feedback who always asking questions i truly appreciate it and i just want to say you know thank you for the support that i got from last week's episode last week's episode like i said was not fully expected and i did not know how it's going to turn out but i have gotten so many good reviews and good you know feedback on it i'm glad you know that A lot of people really enjoyed the episode and today's episode is going to be another one of those episodes that, well, honestly, with this one, I'll be honest, y'all, I thought I did it already. (laughs) Like I have a list of topics and I was like, I thought for sure I did this topic already, but it turns out I actually didn't. So I remember doing a um, episode about prayer and meditation. If you haven't listened listened to that episode yet, you can go back. And it should be like in the beginning episodes, but I did one on prayer and meditation and how they both are basically the same and how they're useful to both the mental and spiritual health. Well, today's is kind of similar, but it's focusing more on mindfulness and worship. And mindfulness is one of the most powerful things in mental health, which is why I want people to understand what it is. And the whole reason why worship is being brought in is because worship and mindfulness go hand in hand. So they both work to get like they both work really well and there's a reason for that so hopefully i can give you guys some insight and education on that in today's episode don't forget to like this podcast and give it a five-star rating especially if you're listening on apple Podcasts. and don't forget to share it with those who feel like it may encourage or everybody and again and as always thank you guys so much for your love and your support for your direct messages you know for those who have my contact info thank you for reaching out and giving me you know feedback on the show i just really appreciate it there's definitely more to come um i know that the episodes are like shorter recently and that's just because i am doing a lot in the works right now to kind of you know broaden and basically just i don't even want to say expand but basically to just make the podcast even greater you know to help it reach more people and to you know make it more impactful so (laughs) the episodes are shorter because there's a lot of behind the scenes work going into this thing because i'm still learning stuff as i go but you guys just continue to be patient with me i will continue to give you content and just be you know excited for the near future of things to come for wise words but nonetheless guys let's jump into today's episode okay you guys so quick story behind this episode um I actually had recorded it, you know, it was pre-recorded and everything. And then like when it was set to publish, which was today, I realized that the recording just like disappeared. So like the only thing that I had in my library, for those who know how Anchor, you know, works because I used it to record the episodes. All it had in my library was my intro and my outro. I had no idea where like the middle content was. And I was so upset because by the time I realized it. It was like, you know, probably sometime after church, after everything, you know, had been said and done. After I did everything for the day, like took a nap, etc. So I was just like, you know what? (sighs) I was just really frustrated in that moment. Like I was just so irritated because I'm like, this is, you know, affecting how I like usually publish or put links for my episode out in the beginning of the day. Try not to post them real late or whatever but I try to put them in like a good time frame like around between like in the morning so like maybe 10 or 11 close to like early afternoon like one o'clock or two o'clock so the fact that I had to really go back and I spent a whole bunch of time like looking for the recording for the episode trying to fix it and everything it just was really frustrating for me and at the same time it was a really good example of how mindfulness can help in situations like that because y'all know me like it takes a lot for me to get upset it takes a lot to irritate me or frustrate me but once i get to that point it's just like man you know like i'm over it like my whole attitude is just done i pretty much kind of i don't want to say i shut down but i just pretty much say what it, it is what it is whatever and like you know because even right now as I'm re-recording this episode it's in my car (laughs) so you know this is the first time I think I've recorded a podcast episode in my car but I mean it's not like you know it's distracting or anything but it is a good example of mindfulness because when you hear the word mindfulness a lot of people don't know what that term means and so what I tell people is you know so at my job we use it a lot and Mm -hmm. All it really is, is being focused on the here and the now and bringing awareness to the present moment using your senses. So think about the five senses, right? Everybody got them. Well, I take that back, sorry. Everybody may not have the five senses. So that's even another reason to be thankful and grateful for those of us who have five senses, which is, you know, to see, taste, smell, hear, taste, smell, hear, touch. I always miss touch. But we have these five senses that we can use every single day. We can use them willingly. We're able to do it. And a lot of times, you know, what happens is because we're on autopilot, it's almost like cruise control when you're in a car, right? You know how, you know, if you got like a newer car and it's on cruise control, basically, the speed is set and it doesn't go past that speed so a lot of us were on autopilot whenever we're driving to work or to home because especially if you're used to the route you're really not paying attention to anything you're just like i'm just trying to focus on the road make sure nobody hit me make sure i don't hit no one else and get home you're really not taking in any senses as far as what am i feeling what am i seeing what am i hearing that kind of thing unless you know you hear like a a horn horn, because then at that point you're like oh my goodness you know Why's the horn you don't hunker you think you did something wrong or somebody did something wrong but a lot of times we are on autopilot because we're just trying to get to and from a certain place and that's how we are in life a lot of times you know before i discovered mindfulness i realized that i was an autopilot person like i really did just go day to day just checking the boxes and just getting through majority of stuff you know right like i really wasn't taking time to be really present in the moment unless i was worshiping right and so that's why this is a good topic to bring for both the mental health and the spiritual health perspective because if you think about it we use mindfulness all the time as christians when we worship god because that's what mindfulness is you're bringing awareness to what is happening right now when we think about what is happening right now it typically puts our brain in a positive mindset rather than a negative One thing that mindfulness does, which is one of my points, is that it turns your brain away from overthinking and dwelling on the past or worrying about the future. A lot of times when we use this activity in my job, it's to, you know, we call them mindfulness activities. And there's a bunch, you guys, and I don't even have, you know... The time to go through every single last one, but you can always go to Google and just type in mindfulness activities, and it will literally bring up so many activities that you can do because you can use it literally anywhere. But when we do mindfulness activities at my job, a lot of times as therapists, we do it because we know that clients are not in the moment when they come to session or when they come to group or anything, they are usually stuck in their mind and thinking about what happened last night, what happened yesterday. Or, you know, on the flip side, they're worried about what hasn't happened yet. They're stressed about the future. They're stressed about, you know, a test is coming up. They're stressed about a situation that's about to happen that hasn't even occurred yet. But, you know, they're anticipating it and they're nervous about it. And a lot of times that's us, you know, right? Like there are plenty of times where we're focused more on what happened or the past rather. Or we're focused more on what hasn't happened or what is going to happen than we are in the very present moment. So what mindfulness does is it... Turn your brain to the moment, the here and now. What is happening in this moment right now that we can be thankful for? What are we noticing? Because what you do is you use your five senses to notice what you feel or what you hear or what you see or what you taste. And it brings up this attitude of gratitude and positivity. Because at the end of the day, you know, yes, life is going to be stressful. And yes, sometimes things in the past or things that happened yesterday you know, we probably either regret it or we wish that we would have did something differently or we wish it would've went differently. Same thing with the future. The future is stressful because sometimes sudden things happen in our life and we are just now like stressed out, like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen next? Because I don't know, like I can't predict the future, and I wish I could because then I could prepare for it, but you can't, and that's just nerve-wracking. Mindfulness takes your mind out of all of that and it puts back the calmness and the peace of knowing that. OK, in this moment right now, I'm not focused on what happened yesterday, or what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm just happy to be alive. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be, you know, able to see, able to smell, especially with the five senses thing, because a lot of us don't realize that everybody can't see. You know, there are people who are blind in this world. There are people who are deaf. There are people who, you know, don't have activity of their limbs. They can't, you know, do everything that you can do. But the fact is, is that when you turn your mind, you know, to that mindfulness mindset and you're focused on the here and now, you are able to pay more attention to there's a lot of things that I can be thankful for. There's a lot of things that I'm doing well, you know, which brings me to my next point is that mindfulness helps us to turn to things that are healthy and Productive rather than destructive. So if you're thinking about negative emotions or negative things that happen, it's bringing up a lot of negative feelings and it's probably going to lead you to have a destructive mindset, right? Because You're going to be, again, you're on this autopilot. You're just trying to check off the boxes and then what's going to happen is you're going to get so stressed out because things aren't going the way you want them to. So now you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing anything right. And then that's when people start to go into self-destruct mode, meaning like you either hurt yourself or you do things that aren't good for you. Like you're not being productive anymore. You're not being, you know, as positive or as helpful or healthy to yourself as you should be. Mindfulness. Mindfulness puts you back into that productive mindset because it brings awareness to the things that you're doing good. So you start to realize, you know what, I'm actually doing pretty well right now. You know, I'm actually doing really good. I'm actually, you know, alive and I'm breathing and I have the activity of my limbs. I'm actually, I actually have improved on certain things. I haven't, you know, did this in a few months, you know, I'm better than how I used to be, that kind of thing. It puts you in this gratitude mindset, which is really productive and healthy Because a lot of times it's hard for us to get in that mindset. We really don't think about the fact that we've made a lot of improvement and we've done great. We've done a really great job, you know, improving from old habits or, you know, turning our mind to thinking more positive than negative. And it's because We don't focus on that. You know, we're always focused on the negative. We're never focused on the actual positives. And so that's what mindfulness is supposed to do. It's supposed to help you train your brain to stop focusing so much on the negative and to focus more on the positive. Now, how does that go into spiritual health or to worship? Well, think about it. You know, we worship God, especially when you go to church, right? They tell you, lift your hands and worship. It's telling God, you know, thank you and giving him reverence and admiration for what he has done. And when you think about it, it's hard to worship God if you're not mindful, you know, like if you're not present or in the moment, because if you're stressed out and worried about what happens tomorrow, how are you able to, you know, thank God? You're more so going to ask God, oh my goodness, I don't know what to do. You're going to go back into that worry mindset. You're not going to be in that positive or thankful mindset. And when we worship God, it's powerful because that's what God wants to hear anyway. He wants us to give him praise. He wants us to give him thanks. He wants us to love on him. Even, you know, not just because he answers prayer, but just because of who he is. That's what worship is. Worship is also, you know, obedience to God. So it's doing what he tells you to do. You know, I always think about the story of Abraham and Isaac. You know, how he told his son, he basically told Abraham, you got to sacrifice your son, right? And, you know, we all know this story. But for those that don't, I'm just giving a brief run through. You can go look at it in Genesis. And basically, he was saying how, you know, oh, you got to sacrifice your son. It's the same son that him and his wife been praying for. But he's basically saying you got to go up to the mountain and kill him or sacrifice him because that's what they did as worship. They sacrificed animals and stuff. And so Abraham was obedient. He still did it. But one thing that really like sticks out to me is that in the verse, When, like, the servant asked him, you know, where are you and the boy going, talking about him and Isaac, he doesn't tell him, oh, I'm going to go kill my son because God told me to kill him. Like, that probably would have raised a red flag, right? No, instead, he says, you know, me and the boy are going up and we're going to worship because that's what worship was considered, you know, was not just sacrifice, but also obedience to God. And so... I say that to say when you're worshiping, you can also, you know, worship God by just being obedient to him and just by doing what he told you to do, you know, going where he tells you to go. Now, I know that for a lot of people, you know, that's difficult because you're like, well, I don't know what God wants me to do. I don't know what God, you know, requires of me or what he wants for me or what his will is for my life. And that's understandable, you know? And at the same time, that doesn't mean that you can't thank God for this present moment because... Here's my next point on mindfulness and worship. A lot of us are living prayers right now that we prayed before. I love prayer journals because one that I used to have, it actually had a section where you could write the date that you prayed for that specific thing. And then you could also write the um, date when the prayer was answered. And the reason why I love that, and I actually still have that something like that in my you know place now, but instead it's just a little list of things It's basically a list of stuff that I've been believing for for 2022. And so far, y'all, I mean, I don't even remember the whole number that's in there, but I have literally six things that have been answered and it's only the fifth month. Like this is May 1st and six things have already been like answered. Prayers have been answered, things I've been believing for. So that's something for me to be thankful for and be grateful for. Like, you know what? God is actually still listening. God cares about me and God loves me. And what that does is it takes my mind off of the stress and the worry of tomorrow or yesterday. And it puts me back in a positive mindset of, you know what? Everything is going to be okay. It shifts my mind and it helps me to stay more positive than negative. And that's what worship is about that's why i love worship that's why it's one of my favorite parts of church don't get me wrong i like you know to hear the word and things like that too but i really like to worship And, you know, that's one of the things why even when like people who tell me, like, I think that's one of the things when a guy says like he doesn't worship or when he's one of those who does not worship at church. It's not a red flag, but it's really concerning for me because I'm like, how could you not be thankful for, you know, what God has done? Well, how can you not want to reverence and worship him in some way, you know, or somehow, right? Like, how could you not want to? Because it just it brings peace which was one of my biggest points for mindfulness and worship, both of them bring peace. If you think about it, if you shift your mind to not overthink or be overwhelmed by negative thoughts, peace comes upon you. And that's where you know, worship does as well. When you start thinking God just for being God and being awesome and doing these great things for you, you start to be peaceful. You get this overwhelming amount of peace. And that's what happens when I worship, you know, at church, especially. And so that's why anybody who comes to me, friends or, you know, guys who are interested and say like, oh, no, I'm not really a worshiper. A lot of times it's because they are worried about what people think of them. And that's where you got to ask yourself, okay, am I worshiping or if I'm doing this to get approval am i approval seeking or attention seeking because either way whether you're attention seeking or approval seeking it's going to come back to you void like worship has to come from a genuine place that's why mindfulness is a key part because mindfulness really does put you in the mindset of hey just be thankful for this moment right now there is so much to be thankful for you are living a prayer right now that you prayed two months ago you are you know in a better position than you was two months or three months ago maybe not completely maybe you're not where you want to be but you're better than where you started and that's all the mindfulness does it keeps us focused on the here and the now it makes us aware of these present moments and you can practice mindfulness just about anywhere i practice it when i'm at home when i'm cooking i practice it when i go to the park and i'm like running and exercise especially outdoors because there's so many things as far as nature to be thankful for you can pay attention to sounds that you hear that you probably wouldn't hear if you had distractions like music or people talking and things like that but mindfulness just keys you into all the wonderful things of the environment around you, the, the things and the people around you. And that's something to shift your focus on, especially if you are one of those people that get stuck in your negative thoughts or you start to overthink things. Use mindfulness. And most of all, use worship, you know, worship God, you know, give him thanks worship him through obedience but also worship him through your words worship him through reverence and admiration for what he's done for you because at the end of the day there are there are so many more things to be thankful for than it is for us to complain and a lot of us don't have that mindset and we got to start working on that because if we think about it there is a lot to be thankful for we're in a lot better positions than we started and with that being said you know mindfulness is one of the most powerful things that works in therapy because when you start to realize i do have a lot to be thankful for and i am making progress you're not going to focus and dwell on the negative no more you're going to want to keep pushing towards that positive so hopefully this episode has encouraged you guys you know to shift your focus to using mindfulness more especially you know for us christians who are trying to you know be godly and want to worship more put yourself in the present moment and realize you know what you could be thankful for and what you could be thanking God for and what you could just, you know, focus on that as positive instead of negative. All right guys well that's all i have for you for today's episode i hope that i taught you guys something about mindfulness it is a really great technique to use in mental health and i hope that this encourages someone to worship more because worship is good guys you know as a christian we definitely want to worship we want to give god reference we want to give him admiration it helps us to get out of our head get out of those over you know, overwhelming thoughts and those negative thoughts and to focus on the positive because we have a lot to be thankful for. Don't forget to give this podcast a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and share with those who you feel like may need the encouragement and the enlightenment. And until next time, I love you guys. Thank you so much for continuing to tune in each week thank you for being consistent as i try to be consistent you know there are some days where i don't feel good y'all and i'm not you know feeling the best i'm not feeling 100 i'm still you know trying to put out content so i just thank you guys for your consistency i will try my best to continue to be consistent as well and until next time have a great week god bless